Boop. We're back with episode 23 of Caravan 13. We're hopped up on energy drinks. Woohoo! Oh, God. If the quiet one's going, like, full on, you know this episode's going to be amazing. I'm James the DM, being surrounded, ogled, worshipped, feared by my lovely compatriots. Mostly feared. Mostly feared. (laughs) Uh, We are doing the factory today. Last episode, we did a lot of minor things that are building up to greater things later on. The biggest thing is that they met the paladins, the paladin, the blacksmith's son, Gro Fjordenveld, who is tasking them with investigating the ruins of a subterranean weapons factory in search of two morons named Carlisle and Krim, the potential remains of which may have just shown up in town last episode. Today, I look forward to terrifying you all. (laughs) Yay. Yay. So, party members, you have a task set before you. Is there any preparations you want to go? We're prepared. But I can assume we've still... Everybody's napped. Everybody's got all your full spell list. You're all things. But I'm just saying, considering this may very well have been the third time attempting this, is there anything you've gained from your past ventures that maybe you decide to prepare for? Mac, I'm being hit by the tingles right on my brow line. Oh, (laughs) no. (laughs) What are you talking about? Better than my ears. (laughs) They're drinking energy drinks we've never drank before. No, no, I've drank it before. It makes you tingle every time. <laughs> That's the good kind of tingle, not the ominous kind of tingle, unless it's on your brow line. <laughs> then it's questionable. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you can tell it's going to be one of those episodes. So, party members, for Relio, is there anything you guys are going to bring along extraneous from past things? You guys are going underground. In an area you've technically never been to, even though you guys may or may not have had playtests in this area prior. Mm, I still have my delving kit, so... Yep, you guys still have your supernatural traps, you guys still have your uh, adventures kits and dungeoneer guides. And I still, still scroll got... mirror And we've still got more than enough health potions, and yeah. our healers are... Here. Really, yeah. be any utility items that you can think of, but I can't think of anything... Utility-wise. Unless somebody has a potion of Goliath's strength. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, totally legitimate question, you guys. I'm going to leave this up to you. I can do it where you three go in alone, or you can have the paladin's help. Paladin's help. Paladin's help. You guys want him to come along? It sounds like more fun! It sounds like you guys are gonna meet you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, if he still got the stuff from the playtests, he might. <laughs> he might have stuff from the playtest. Hammer of justice. <laughs> <laughs> so we will say that uh, we mentioned last time that Gro had sent scouts towards this before. He said he'd lost some men. Mm-mm. Now, I'm sure some of you are realizing if you've lost men, 
What does that mean? And he's coming in himself. He expects very much danger. Exactly. So he he shows uh, he he. We're going to do this as a preface to the to the dungeon. By the way, guys, I've said dungeon in the past before. Usually leads to a bunch of miscreantic rooms with a table in the middle. And then you guys searched the room for about five minutes when there was a door the whole time that none of you asked me for. That I was like, there's a door in the room. Eh, we're not going to go there. Oh, bitch. Oh, you wished. You've been wishing for dungeons this whole time. You're going to get a fucking dungeon. What's that? Multiple pathways? Respawning enemies? Going in circles? The typical RPG. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, I have to kill everyone on this floor to paragraphs? What kind of nonsense is this? Is this Binding of Isaac? Fuck. Gods be damned. Anyway, total serious time. Sorry, this is what happens when you give us caffeine that's effective. It's terrifying in the fact that I have 350 more milligrams of caffeine waiting for me in the freezer right now. Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) (laughs) You put a second one? No, no, I have one of the hides. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the C4s were ours. We can, ha- okay. I can handle those. Okay, I thought you were going to have one C4 and then you have another C4 waiting for you. No, 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 I have a hide waiting for me. Oh. Not sponsored by C4 or hide. <gasps> Hashtag not sponsored. Oh, thank you. Hashtag want to be. <laughs> Hashtag no, we don't. I think we really have to DM drunk the next year caffeine. Shut up. shut up. Everybody shut up. No shilling on this podcast. Order! Order! <laughs> He's an actual mallet. <laughs> Don't tempt him. <laughs> <laughs> We're just Grow leads you over to a tent over by the inn. It has, you know, the the surgeon symbol. It's a red cross. It says, "Beware ye who enter, Darby dragons." And then in uh, parentheses, it says, "Breath." <laughs> so you guys see uh several men one of which is in traction <laughs> two of which are straight straight jacketed on beds the two that are straight jacketed have muzzles affixed to them and they they seem almost catatonic What on earth happened to them? These were the scouts I'd sent in. They managed to escape or you pulled them out? I found them wandering the woods two days after they said they'd escaped. Oh my. They were supposed to report about... I sent them in a week and a half ago. They were supposed to report to me on the week. I found them two days afterwards mauling one another. Spooky. The guy in traction seems kind of... You can tell he's awake, but he he obviously... I mean, the stereotypical Disney goofies in a full-body cast with his arms going different directions, yeah. The dude's been through some nonsense, to put it politely. There's some type. Samuel here is the only one that seemed to have retained his sanity. Now I'm wondering if we should ask some tips from him on to how. 
we have them resting, but we found this note in his hand. And he opens the note and he reads it aloud. No sign of the townsfolk. It's all in shorthand. Found one adventurer, comma, arms removed. Metal implants, bubbled breath, feral. Delridge went insane not long after. Gods give me strength to make it out of here alive. Is Delridge one of the ones here? Yeah. Alright, just want to make sure. Yep. I want to make sure that wasn't the name I had to write down. <laughs> yeah, Delridge is one of the clerics. So, we don't know where the townspeople are. Which isn't good. We don't know what happened to the adventurers or why they attacked us and why one of my more devout men lost his sanity. So it wasn't the faithful one that stayed sane. Yeah. Hmm. As Sounds such, like an interesting place to go. Which is why I'm going with you. Normally, they wouldn't want me doing something so reckless. Brush. Both are valid. I was going to say extraneous work. Mm. If I could send a couple of grunts to do it, it'd be one thing. But when I send some of my most trusted men, one of them is now out of commission for the seven hells knows how long, and the other two are. Well, let's Usually. just say the Holy See has plans to uh, re. They're gonna be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to reclericize them. <laughs> Mind wipe. I sent them down an access hatch we discovered about two months ago. We suspect it might have been used for maintenance. Maybe at one point was a vent, we're not really sure. Seeing as how we never really found another primary access point. Relatively low, uh, low security. We in agreement? Find the townspeople that are alive, bring proof back. Make Bye. it out alive ourselves. Mm-hmm. Keep any sort of treasure. If there's any treasure left. Fair enough. Maybe the treasure is your lives. Maybe <laughs> the treasure is the experience. Treasure is knowing it can never hurt anybody ever again. I'll also pay you handsomely. <laughs> Luckily, I'm a notary. <laughs> it's like... Can I get that in right? That <laughs> <laughs> would be hilarious to have him. <coughs> oh, God. Any of us could be a notary in 30 minutes online. Yep. So, 
wait, what's that? A time skip? Boom, you guys are there. <laughs> Since you guys have all declared yourself prepared. Mm-hmm. A swift horse ride down one of several main paths. <clears throat> you notice that Gro's following a little hand-drawn map. You can discern when looking at it that maybe there's one of several ways he could take. Maybe he suspects that you've been being followed. Maybe he's being followed, so he takes an unnatural path. Maybe it takes about 20 minutes to get there, but considering how close it is to town, or not close to town, as it were. I can assume we're in one of my preferred terrains. You're in one right now. Yeah. But you won't be. Yeah, I know. You guys notice there's a, a patch of ground maybe about five feet by seven feet that's just dead. Looks kind of like the the ground around it's been mildly exhumed and where other parts seem to be relatively healthy, this is just silver. and Not silver, sorry. I was looking at my uh, charging cable. Sorry, that's totally my bad distractions. It's that like wheat gold color of dying grass. Well, pick a god and pray, gentlemen and lady. Who knows how long we'll be down there. They'll come out with beards. He's already got a beard, and I'm pretty sure he's at least got a goatee. He's, uh, I've probably got like just a five o'clock shadow going on. Yeah. He does the whole praise to the four yeah. winds. <laughs> we made I, the joke already. No, no, I, I just, I don't know why. I just came up with, uh, excuse the joke, the southern wind is down yeah. here. <laughs> Picking nearby flowers. As funny as orcs would be, it's like, no, it's the yeah. cross thing he does. Hark, the southern winds blow. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> I had this cool idea, and I find ways to... I just, I don't know why. That just came to my mind. You can tell this is the caffeine talking. Either way, seriousness. I'm going to try and maintain my seriousness from here on out, because I need to. Absolutely, 100%. My apologies. I'm just giddy to be with my friends and torture them. <laughs> what? Don't look at me that way. <laughs> you see Gro goes up to it and he looks like he writes like a symbol from the Valic alphabet and he he says a phrase that none of you recognize. You got you hear what sounds like stone slabs moving and then the ground lifts slightly. Interesting. He grabs underneath what looks like a, a steel bar, and he pulls it open enough, just enough so you guys can fit through. Ranger, I want you to do two things for me. Just give me a look around. See anyone? Give me a give me a perception check. That's it. Uh, natural. It's a ten. I'll just try to add this all up. It's wisdom. Wisdom. Oh. Then uh, thirteen plus four. Yeah. Is I don't. Do you have? Do pro- it. It's a wisdom save that you have proficiency to. I don't think you have proficiency with no, wisdom. I, never mind. So thirteen. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary. Some. 
Your mind, I feel, may play tricks on you since entering this land. Sometimes you think you're seeing shadows move, things that look like they're moving that perhaps the aren't. stuff we're still not used to seeing in Vela. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of confirmed to him, like, nothing out of the ordinary. As far as I can tell. Nothing unusual. As I thought. Second thing. I want you to put a alarm on this. My dude, you can do it for the sake of... It's a ranger thing. It's like, he just wants to know in case it trips. Either... I was trying to think of which one I could say I was doing. But yeah, there's two different spells. There's actually just an alarm spell. Uh, Yes. I don't know. It doesn't matter! All right. (laughs) I'd also suggest setting up one of the traps... Well, yeah, that's what he's basically. It's like I want you to. Well, you know, one of the magical traps, the actual well, I, enemy, or. Well, I've got the cordon of arrows, and then I've got a. Uh, the one that basically lets me stick an arrow on the ground and turn it into a trip mine. You can do a trip mine near your horses if you want. He basically wants you to create like a perimeter around this, mm-hmm. one maybe around your, by your horses, and one on the actual hatch itself. I can assume I still have a few of my arrows, and I basically set up uh, the trip mines. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. I will leave it to you to let us know if we've been followed. Will do. All right, in you go. I assume Veridoth went first, then (laughs) then Ranger, and then Parda, or Parda, then Ranger. Probably Parda first, if he's setting all the traps. Yeah. I was about to say, she usually keeping near him. Mm -hmm. Probably more often than me. So... You all enter the hatch, and you notice it's just a staircase going down. Tip, tap, tip, tap. <clears throat> I imagine you two don't go too far to make sure we all get underneath. You basically, mm-hmm. um, Vareed, you might look further down the stairs with all of your dark vision, which means I can't do super spooky stuff, because you can all see in the darkness. Fuckers. It's still black and white, which is still terrifying. It's creepy in shades of gray, but it's not fuck I can't see. Right. Well, actually, you guys can't see more than 60 feet in front of you in total darkness. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 30 feet for one of us and then the rest It's of No, it's 30 feet, then 30 feet, and then after that, it's darkness. What happens when I have my sword active? Uh, it's, it's not compound effects. You just see in color in that 30 feet. Oh. And then only, basically, the extra 15 feet still dim light. Mm. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Eventually, grow with his massive size, you hear him close it, and then he recites a slight variation of the phrase you heard him say before, and you guys notice that the bar locks and turns to stone and meshes with the rest of the metal and stone composite where the hatch meets. That's some interesting magic. Vela was once a very proud proponent of magic. You've seen what it's done to the place. You guys are in a very narrow staircase, maybe five feet wide. It's wide enough for all of you to go single file. And it just goes down for a while. And then down, and then you hit a door, and it it opens. It's a very simple, just... It just kind of slides to the side. And this is when you have the titular, oh dear God, how far down does this go? (laughs) Winding square staircase. Like a fire exit. Oh God. (laughs) Very narrow railings. 
very shallow steps. Clink, no clink. lights. Are Let's, we going to the very bottom of this? We're going as far down as the... According to Dalridge's notes he'd taken while he was still sane, we're going to the third landing. Let's set up the... Uh, Let's say you two could just jump. You, you know, the... The delving kit that I have? Okay. Set up uh, fast so we could rope down or rope up. You're well, going to affix it to one of the rails? Or How rusty are the rails? And that's what I was like, thank you, Chad. Um, fix it onto the walls. Let's say you two can technically jump down, but yeah, the problem is me and Grow getting back up and down. He's probably fine. And you're probably fine. Yeah. So we can set up a... Uh, a pulley. A pulley, yeah. Give me a roll for this. I want to see how effective you are at this pulley system. None of us are tinkerers, so this is going to yeah. be... Yeah, Mac, you have to be a natural 13 for this to succeed on it surviving at least one person. I got a 10. I'm sorry, Mac. Okay. <laughs> We're going to say you attempt and you notice that the walls are stronger than what your pulley's metal is made out of. You have a softer metal than whatever this is. Oh, so I can't dig it in. Okay. You just, it's not a gonna, it doesn't have enough purchase. You thought about doing the rails and you notice that though everything is sterile, like just hasn't been touched in forever, mm-hmm. it's weak. Mm-hmm. So as smart as an idea as it is, maybe up here, not wise. Okay. I incur- I love your idea. Don't worry. There's no need to waste your resources right now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, technically you two could jump down and then message back, but there's no point in splitting the party while me and him are walking downstairs. True. Mm-hmm. You begin your winding path down into darkness itself. Oh my god, I'm off tomorrow, you guys. Sweet. And I'm off Monday. Damn. And I get off at 12.45 next Saturday. Yay. (laughs) Woo. That hide hit you finally? Yeah. (laughs) Mac, I've got tingles from brow to navel. (laughs) The worst part is I've been drinking coffee, too, on top of this. High five caffeine. (laughs) Okay. So, with every step down these... Every maybe 12 or so, you hear metal creak and groan. You just said that the metal was very sound. It is. But, you know, you just clang, cling, and then occasionally it just sounds like below you something moves. And you're basically in a giant resonant tube. And you just hear it carry both ways, echoing and reverbing off the walls. Vareed, you're the first one to go. You feel this. It sounds as though something... You maybe, you, maybe you have your sword over your head, but you don't have your shield out. Like, this isn't a close enough space for you to fight with both. Right. So you've kind of got, like, you know, maybe you've got, like, flaming hand ready in one shield, like, sword up just to give you a little bit more sight. Mm-hmm. And I like to imagine at one point you just, you have your hand near the handrail just to kind of feel it out. It feels as though somebody bangs on it and you feel it curve up the stairwell. 
like it vibrates for a moment mm-hmm. under your fingers. Well, well, you got company. Big company. You don't know if you have company, though. <laughs> Easy, fam. Should I have a bow ready or just keep the axe? I would keep the axe. <laughs> really? You notice Gro doesn't really have any weapons out. Does he have any visible, like, on his back? Oh, yes. He has a massive obsidian-edged greatsword. Not actual obsidian stone, but obsidian color. Uh Aha. Magical world, it can be obsidian if you want. Sure, but let's be honest. Like, he's not Mayan or Aztec. He doesn't have a McQuiddle. That would be dope! Yes. (laughs) Anyway. um, he, He just has, like, his gauntlets and stuff on. But he doesn't have his great sword drawn. He has like it's a great sword for Frick yeah. Snack, so he doesn't have the space to draw that weapon here. Learn from Goblin Slayer, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've never actually watched a single episode of that show. Thank goodness. The first five minutes just shows why it's bad to have a long sword in a cave. Yeah. So, you guys go down and down and down. You reach the first landing, and this is your first sign that somebody's been here recently. A small white X with a half moon drawn on it, like or a half circle. Mm. Like as a symbol, or something dented the metal. Kind of. That's that's pretty close. Basically, um, it grows like, well, that matches. They found several of these symbols down here. They assume it meant either safety or respite. (laughs) Maybe where they stopped to take rests. You said that we have to go down to the third landing? Yep, you guys are on the first landing now. Between the first and third landings, the occasional vibrations happen a few more times with no ever, with, it's just uh, it's just vibrations at that. It's There's no noise. There's no like pattern to it or anything? Nope, it just almost seems random. There's The only noise in this is your breathing, all of your armor and weapons clanging, your footsteps and the occasional creak of metal. Maybe if you guys are chatting about something, there's that hanging in the air as well. But this is one of those occasions where if you go, Echo! 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 In a different voice, Echo's back. No, this isn't Johnny Bravo. (laughs) But it, this is a long tube. Who knows how long this goes. And you guys entered at the top. When you guys finally reach the third landing... There's no end in sight. Jesus. Do any of you want to see how far down it goes? I pull cast out firebolt. I was just about to pull out a piece of cop, a copper piece, and just drop it. I was gonna say, I, I mean, you want to just firebolt does have a finite range. Well, right? that's right. Then, okay, oh, you cast. The light spell, attach it to like a piece of copper. And, like, Nobody drop knows it. light, as far as I know. Oh, unless she does, which she stepped off for a second. It's true, she has. Mac, you don't. You mean to tell me you don't have like a cotton ball that you can just set on fire and 
That's what oh, I was thinking. Oh, just yeah. sacrifice a copper piece and just drop and list for the ting. I'm sure I have a torch that I can just. You guys, you guys basically do that. You guys find something flammable that has a thing. Flammable gives you a better idea. You guys would never hear the copper piece, yeah. and it would be a little like, what if it bounces off something? Yeah. You guys see as Mac uh, pulls out maybe a half torch with some oil on it, ragged up, and he just sparks it. He lets it go pretty far out. The very healthy flame just sort of tumbles through the air. And eventually it just goes black. You never hear it hit the ground. You just sort of see a faint orange glow continuously get dimmer as it goes down. We do not want to fall down this pit. We will never get back up. I think you're the only two who will survive. I don't think that was ever an intention or idea. Their cage won't last that long. It actually has a... Oh. That's, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah, no, you guys can't just jump off a mountain and land. I did tell you that your capes are only good for extending your jumps, not falling forever. <laughs> yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, in you go into your first real door in the facility. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be so low-tech it hurts. A simple push door with, like, an iron latch. You just... Ka-chunk. I'm assuming this is a maintenance entrance, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Something that can rely on non-powered means. Yeah. Silence hangs heavy. Like not even clank clank of our shoes. Save for that, but I mean, like you, it's when the, you would the background expect... noises that we expect in this place is what we're hearing right now. Yeah, like what you guys produce is the noise. Mm-hmm. And no longer an echo of something else. No. Your footsteps maybe are loud. There's not that dull reverb. It's very. Obvious. It's kind of like heels on concrete, you know, that clack, 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 very, very sharp noise. But you would expect to hear rumbling, you know, maybe air circulating. The air tastes stale. It almost burns when you breathe. When you hold, when you see Mac hold his sword up, you see little mites of dust wisp and burn in the aura. Hmm. Something clacks down the hallway. You are in a T junction. There are still no lights. Did the sound sound from left or right? Mm, I would say it originated on your right-hand side at the the right half of the T, and it echoed down your way. It sounded as though it was something moving or falling. Uh, before we get too f- any further into this, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on all four of us. You really want to waste that spell right now? It le- doesn't say how long it lasts. Never mind, we'll... 
Never mind. I just saw how long it lasts. Never mind. Oh, no. I'm just... I'm making sure. I'm like... You're approximately one room into this dungeon, and you're going to blow that spell. I'll wait till we actually find something. I mean, I'm I'm honored that you're willing to to cast a spell at my at the first hint. But no, no, friend. I proceed forward and go go right on the uh, three junction. You find a simple metal door. And it looks as though a piece of wire came disconnected, and that's the sound that you heard, it coming loose and smacking against the wall before scraping silent. It looks like it might have just come undone with age. Like, it just, it finally gave way. You notice several other of the uh, tubes next to it also seem like they could come loose any day. I want to open the door. The door opens to a small 30, oh, we'll say 30 by 15 space, very horizontal based, has two doors, one on either end. And there's a bulletin board in the middle of everything. What's the bulletin board say? Bulletin board's just safety notices, maybe anonymous complaints. Remember to wear your hard hat? Yeah. How old is the paper look? It's not written on paper. It's Vela, which means magic. Magic. Actually, they have uh, what would be the equivalent of our laser etching. Ah. It's just etched into steel and stuff. Hmm. Do you want to go left or right? Good adventures. Go left. Coin flip or left or good adventures? Bag left. We go left. You guys always go left. Good adventures go left. Okay. Coin flip. No, no. I, the unanimous, the the majority vote declares left. Right. So left it will be. You guys walk through into the left hand door. You notice this says um, access elevator entrance. The door itself doesn't slide as normal. It does require some force to open, but you basically get it back on the guide and you force it open. Mm -hmm. It looks as though the gears that pull the door have been shattered, like the teeth don't line up anymore. There's maybe a... You guys are in a hallway 15 15 feet long, not very wide. You guys get through it pretty easily. (sighs) Authorizing user. Subsection D2. You guys know you're not on that section. Oh, shit. (laughs) So there is someone else here. Do we know what section we're in right now? You're in section F. So they're above us? Or to the side? Because I said, you guys are, I mean, section D, I mean, it could be below you. It could be to the side of you. That's why I said it depends on how they lettered it. We don't know how they lettered it, so. Yeah. Does the elevator work or no? It does. Mm. You guys see evidence of a struggle. I would say 
several scoring marks, something extraordinarily hot had been through here, as well as several maybe like uh, some blunt strikes like somebody with a mace. One of the rails seems almost entirely just bent down. <laughs> Could you do that, Vareed? Probably. I don't know, Vareed. Give me a try. See if you can, in fact, completely bend to the top of an elevator safety fence down to the ground. <laughs> he's going to crit. And I know he's going to crit. Only a... 13 plus 9. <laughs> not quite a 25. Not quite the result I needed. Sorry, man. <laughs> were you attempting to do that barehanded, or were you attempting to... Oh. He was not trying to give it the people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was barehanded. You guys watch as he basically folds it about a third of the way through. A nasty sounding bending like scraping of steel though when he does it it's like nails on a chalkboard level like squeal although I'm sure to her the destruction of anything metal is music to her ears (laughs) (laughs) not quite so something in here is stronger than you it's not good no it's not it's very what could be stronger than Vareed? And fit on this tiny access elevator. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. Hopefully there's only one of them. No, do you really trust him? <laughs> Why are we whispering? Anyway. You, uh... Gro goes up to the, uh, the little panel... Well, I guess you guys will have a minute. This elevator supposedly takes quite a bit to get up. He taps in the coordinates that Delridge and Sam took. Mm-hmm. And the elevator lurches down for him before you guys see the gears turn. You notice above you there's actually another elevator. It just gets separated by what looks like a catch. Basically, there's another horizontal line of access elevators. You guys are going down, descending at an angle, and then there's one that goes horizontally. Maybe the ones above are for transporting cargo, whereas this is like a personnel elevator. Mm -hmm. But there's no way to know for sure. Time travel. No. (laughs) They, no, they don't, they don't just plow a giant elevator forward until they time travel. That would be dope as shit, though. I want to play that RPG. (laughs) Dum, da-dum, dum. That's Dragnet. Anyway. A rock skips down onto your platform. From above? Yes. It looks, on further inspection, similar to the link pearl you guys use to talk to one another. I pick it up. It looks partially damaged, like somebody may have smashed it at one point. Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't look usable, but you have it. The elevator stops. The only obvious way forward is a very plain door. It reads facility level one. Section B. Interesting. I go first. You go first. Yes. <laughs> Gro goes last. Gro is basically going to be your, what's that? You guys need to know Valic things and operate panels. I have the cheat codes mm -hmm. for some of them. God forbid you guys get separated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I don't know enough Valic to open it. Let's operate this stuff. <laughs> no. So you go first and you enter, we're going to say you pass through another, um, basically this is where people would suit up. This is the, you have a lot of uh, leatherette gear, stuff like that. They have a lot of arm braces and guards. It looks like they, this almost looks like armor in a way. You notice they have a lot of uh, very thick goggles it's essentially if welders wore medieval knight equipment. So a tinker's outfit? Kind of. I haven't seen what D&D &D tinker outfits look like. Basically Let's like what you're describing. So. Yeah. You, you see a lot of metal and leather. Thick black visors. As well as their toolkits. You notice two of them on the wall have really severe gashes in them. And what looks like dried blood. Like how dried? Crusty. <laughs> that shit's nasty. What's up, Chad? Nothing. Something stupid for work. Ah, uh, yes. Devuk. So... Anybody want to inspect the outfits? Yeah. What you looking for, Sarah? Who might have worn them? You notice some of them do have a log next to them of recently worn. You know most of the entries are hundreds of years old. Oh. The most recent entry, 120 years old. Yeah, kind of. The, the most recent one you could find was about 120 years ago. Oh, ma. And that was a fresh one. The soiled one was sure. maybe 180 years ago. It has the words decommissioned. And it has the words espionage written on it. Decommissioned for espionage, so someone was a traitor. But 180 years ago, so they didn't really succeed? How long ago did the Valic explosion happen? I don't know what happened. Are you asking Grow that? Sure, why not? 
if I was here for it, I think I'd still be around. Maybe. I'm not immortal. <laughs> no, no. It's been at least a century since it happened. Almost two centuries? Somewhere between there. I don't think it was a dragon that caused it, Sarah. For what? <laughs> She's like, 200 years? I'm like, I don't think it was a dragon that caused this. Oh, I wouldn't have caught that at all. <laughs> the next room you go into, by the way, there's nothing else in this hallway. Okay. Is there, was there a question you specifically had, or... Oh, no. I wanted to know where, what other doors there were. The, the one door that I'm about to send you through automatically. Cool. You know, Gro opens the door for you guys. You notice another X with the moon around it as you enter the door. All right, on in you go. Oh. So, we know they made it this far. We actually preserved some of their belongings over there. You guys notice a some sleeping bags that are against the wall? Mm-hmm. Delridge and Sam were in here, like I said, around a week and a half ago. They left five days ago. Does that mean this is the last place they slept before leaving or after coming in here? Well, when they were last here, the sleeping bags were supposed to have been pristine. You guys look at the sleeping bags and they've been shredded to ribbons. Like someone dug through them. Hmm. You guys find... faint shavings of metal and flesh inside. I hate bug hunts. (laughs) It's a shame this isn't a bug hunt. Technically the bugs are hunting you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know it was Jason. Shut up. (laughs) Yes, you you. What's up, Sarah? You need some water, then. She hasn't even had that much of it. More for me. <laughs> so. I hate this chair. It's bad. Every time I've. Oh, it's just the yeah, leather. That sound. But I'm assuming it's more comfortable than other chairs. You've it is. So. Yeah, I don't care about the leather. We know it's the chair. It doesn't matter. So, several other things don't match up either. You, the, there's about four doors in this room. Mm-hmm. They all go um, different ways. The, some of them are just general access rooms. One of them looks to be like, a, uh, like an equipment hold. One of them looks to lead down into a, like a subset of smaller rooms, like maybe a barracks or something. And then there's just more that looks like it leads to the production floor. Sorry. You notice the door that leads to the production facility has been basically caved in. Mm. On the other side, it, it's impassable. 
this like this before? No. That's what he was mentioning. Like, some things just don't match. So there was some kind of fight, it looks like, then. And it was recent, because it wasn't detailed as such when they left. Is there at any point they stopped recording what they were doing? Right after Delridge went insane, maybe. But even in Sam's notes, he mentioned as he was running away from Dell, everything was fine. Is there a way around? I'm sure there's something we can do. I highly doubt a facility this advanced would only have one way to its main production facility, especially being underground. I'm sure we could either go down the access route or we can go through the barracks. Hmm. Let's go through the access route. Coward! <laughs> I was just about to ask, is there any way we can turn on some lights in here to help us out? I thought you guys could see in the dark. We can. You just like color in your life. Is that it? You want to see the blood that's red? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to make sure there's nothing it. sneaking on us. We can only see so far in the dark. Chad, I'm going to put it this way. In the Alien Trilogy PS1 game, sure, having a flashlight means you can see really well, but it also means the enemies can see you really well. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I know. At what cost? would light bring to you? We don't know what we're fighting, though. Technically. I know. Can I prepare some of the magical traps so that I can drop them down? So basically, you want to have a prepped bear trap at your hip that you can just fling forward if need be? Fling forward, fling backward, yeah. I want it prepared. I'll allow one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uno. Uno. Okay. Because you have time to prepare uno. Okay. I don't know why I'm just pre- I'm just imagining you're gonna get jumped by something and you're just gonna throw this bear trap on its head. And it's just, <laughs> 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 just fuck boom. Holy ho 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 holy sh. There's just gonna be part of a thing's head in a supernatural bear trap. It's gonna be probably one of the few cool scenes from the AVP movie where he catches the fucking face hugger and. Mi- the uh, chest burst just cracked its head off. Well, it didn't crack its head off. He, he broke, broke his, his neck. neck. Yeah. So, the official phrase is, we're going down the access hatch. That's what we've agreed as a party. We think going through the access route. A long route of narrow single file corridors. Oh, no. <laughs> Barracks. Barracks is going to have ambushes, too! <laughs> but you won't be fighting all of them by yourself? <laughs> or at least facing them head-on by yourself? I have a shield. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shield. We're just going to all push behind you like one long line? <laughs> I have a shield and I can always steal Gorax axe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So I, I give you guys the option. Which one sounds more terrifying? Being forced down a really long single file corridor or going through the living quarters? Well, I guess it can transform into some creature that can slither under people's legs. Honestly, how she hasn't just turned into a mouse and is hiding in somebody's bag at this point. Someone's gonna step on me! That fucker I said right there! Hiding in a bag. Hiding in a but but then she can't do anything. Yeah, true. Yeah. She's she's not the level where she can cast spells while in Not yet. God. Oh my god, I just thought about it. A tiny little field mouse casting Wrath of Nature. <laughs> Why is nature all up in a business? Oh my god. What's the source? There's just a field mouse casting Firestorm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we've described how when she shrinks her stuff, shrinks with her. It's just like tiny little mouse with a staff. <laughs> it's just Tales of Despero and Mouse Guard. You know, f- fine. We can go down the barracks like you want. You have full responsibility. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> wow. Listen, I'm not talking. I'm not trying to point me. I'm asking reliably so I know what I'm doing. Because there are two routes you guys can take. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And so, we don't have enough people to be able to split the party. So there's no we don't point. want to split the party in this place. Oh, shit. <coughs> I said there's not enough people to split the party. How many people would you need to do that? Six. Six. So we're we're gonna go down the barracks. Anything bad that happens is Chad's fault. (laughs) I guess I could uh, I could always roll a D four. One, just half and half. Odds is barracks. Can I roll a D (laughs) four? I guess not. I was gonna say. Hold on. So I've rolled one apiece. I've rolled barracks and. Access hatch once. Mm-hmm. Final decider that wasn't that one. I didn't even read what the thing is. Whatever it is, do we all agree that's where we go? Yeah. Uh, We're all kind yeah. of pretty split on this. Yeah. Access hatch. Congratulations. <laughs> you get to be the leader still. <laughs> I like to imagine you're doing the... Uh, You've got your shield up where like your fangs are facing forward and you've just got your sword. It's okay. It's only my notes that you're shredding with your feet. Um, actually, for this area, since it's a long and narrow, I just want to feel like I have my, uh, my, my spear that I can do a 10-foot, like... Jibby-jab? Jibby-jab, yeah. I see. I see, said the blind man to the deaf mute. Too bad I can't transform into like a bearded lizard and just hang on around on his shoulder. Wow. Take a no. But then again, poison damage probably wouldn't do anything good against the various things that James has described. True. That we've seen in the play test. So, Grow, once again, will take that point. You basically will have two fighters, front and back, mm-hmm. as, as it were. <sighs> oh my goodness gracious. What? Sewa. Flame blade? Yep. Sink. <laughs> yes, you you can As a bonus action. You have a thirty foot range, Sarah. Sweet. Sarah's so evil, I didn't I completely overlooked something she could do. Hmm. Real quick, out of game, spoilers. These things have metal in them and on them. 
Oh my god, that that spell. Heat metal. Yes. <laughs> Did we just turn her into a siren? Oh, I'm talking about Borderlands Siren. Oh, not luring men down into the bowl of seas where I eat no, the souls? No, where you have the psychic powers that are just terrifying. Hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm also reading something here. <gasps> Mac! Yeah? You can just hella oh my fucking these God. things, too. Good. Mac, you have... At level 8, you got a spell from any school of magic. Really? <laughs> you should use that when we're trying to open a door. Each of these spells must be an abjuration. For instance, when you reach 7th level in this class, you can learn one new spell at 1st or 2nd level. However, the spells you learn at 8th, 14th, 20th level come from any school of magic. Mac, you have a random spell. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, at 8th level. <gasps> How many times can he use it? I mean, it it's, it's a 1st or 2nd spell at of any type. I didn't realize I had that kind of option. Neither did we, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be right back because it's actually an hour, which means it's time for our regularly scheduled chill. Don't forget to follow our Twitter over at Ninja Star Fox Productions where you catch all the updates and cool retweets from other Dungeons & Dragons, you know, podcasts, paraphernalia, you name it. We retweet it, and we also, you know, do updates about our cool little show. Back to the terror. You guys are entering the access hatch. Vareed is first. Parda, have you decided to follow behind Vareed, or are you behind, in front of Grow? I'll be in front of Grow. Okay, so that means you two, the boys, are in the lead. Parda will be behind, like in front of the paladin. Grow mm-hmm. is keeping up the rear. Sandwich. Surrounded by all these big, strong men. I'm, like, slightly to the left, so if he needed to, he could use his bow to, like, shoot past me. I assume we were walking staggered, just in case something like that. Okay, I see. You find that your request for light bore no fruit. There was no just simple flick a light switch and on everything came. You can't see the end of the corridor that you're traveling down. You guys notice that this travels parallel. You guys are actually going down like a gradient, maybe slight, maybe like five degrees, ten degrees, just enough where it's like you guys know you're going down, but it's not steep enough where it's like I need a handrail. But every step you take, every Something's watching you. <laughs> and you know. it's The ceilings in this, you can see. Uh, they aren't like you're not reaching them. You can't just put your finger up and it's there. I'd say the ceilings in this are maybe 15 feet high. Damn. Dang. So that means I could barely jab it with my... You'd have to jump to, to jab I can assume this is mainly to help with airflow and stuff. Why yeah. It's so big. Mm-hmm. Very narrow. And in case they need to have any 
equipment come through here, mm-hmm. it has to be tall enough mm-hmm. to move equipment. The door in reflected that, by the way. It was a very tall door. Mm. Okay. <laughs> What are you listening to, Sarah? Right, Neo Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Ooh, that's a good game. That's a that's a fancy soundtrack. Yes, very fancy indeed. Vareed. Yes. Give me a spot check. How how defensive are you right now? Are you kind of relaxed <laughs> with your serious side? Are you, do you? How is? I'm asking more actually. We're curious about how you're holding your shield. I have my shield up, and my spear like at the side where I can easily. You know, jabby jab. Jabby jab. Hey, I got a 19 on my spot tech. Natural 19 or? After, because I have proficiency for perception. Bam. I got a nat 15. Nice. As I say, I think he took a feed or something gives him proficiency. So, Mac, at the edge of your vision, Mm -hmm. right where that dim gray meets (laughs) blackness, Mm -hmm. you see something shimmer. Like a like like a ghost it type thing like a human. Not figure. ethereal. No, it's as though metal, metal is reflecting off the flame part is putting out. Hmm. Interesting. Do you tell anyone? Because I assume you're still moving forward. Or do you give like, I, a hand motion? I use message um, to let them know that I saw movement up ahead. I saw something up ahead. Doesn't he have to speak that? It's a whisper. Oh. He's like, got something ahead. And then it like teleports into your mind like like a normal thing where you would hear him go like, I found, I saw something ahead. I'd basically respond with the best way of doing an emoji <laughs> through message. Just cool up. thing, fam. <laughs> Grow replies. Scene two: shadows move behind us. We're being followed. Oh my! I. Because I'd have to put my spear up to do that. Hmm. Oh, I was thinking about putting the trap down, let the others know that it's there, and then possibly whoever's following us gets... Mm-hmm. But that would require me to put my spear down, right? You would have to stow it into your, uh, your shield for a moment. Mm-hmm. Mac? Yeah? That trap doesn't have to go on the floor. Ooh. Oh. I can put that trap on the ceiling and on the wall if I wanted to. It's magic. 
I would like to put it up on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Can you just, like, reach it? Go... Well, no, he's going to throw it bottom side up. Mm-hmm. I would like to do that. You'd like to do that? Or you're going to just have your prep trap and you're going to... Are you going to do it ahead of time or are you going to, like, basically hold your reaction when you think it's necessary? I'd like to hold my reaction until I think it's necessary. They're coming from the walls! <laughs> Freaking spider splicers! The walls the goddamn walls! Yeah, these are more splicers from what we know. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, you just crit. Not quite quit, but I did what DMs do. I rolled extraordinarily high for the jump scale. <laughs> <laughs> Parda. Give me a reflex save. Fifteen. As you guys are traveling, you feel vibrations under your feet that seem to synchronize. Like you know, like you guys all feel like your staggered steps. But occasionally it feels like there's a set that's unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. That's trying to mask itself with one of you. Mm-hmm. Parda, you feel like you're 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 feeling that a little bit, and it's in line with you. Mm-hmm. When suddenly, bam! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. These things are not stable at all, actually, with how heavy this is. Which is fine. It didn't break the iPad. It doesn't matter. That's why the cable's there. We're also not meant to move these around that much. No kidding. Very unstable. Either way, BAM! BAM! From underneath you, something like punches through and tries to grab your ankle. But you... You were keeping up with it. You just see a half-mangled hand with steel claws grip at you. Ew! Get off! 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 Can I use my reaction to now throw it up on the ceiling? Well, it came from below her. Oh, I, I know that one came from below. Can I kick but... it to try to kick it off? It didn't grab you. You, you, oh. you it's trying. It tried to grab at you. You know what you could do though. Yeah. So, Parda's going to cast heat metal since she didn't say it. <laughs> The goofball. Goofball. Are you, are you are you casting what level spell are you casting this as? Right sure, now, two. Okay. Probably use the other hand for a higher one. <laughs> Over damage. Is it a ranged attack spell or is it just an auto hit type thing? Uh, technically, I think I have to make a save. You know, Sarah, I was only I shushing you when you were walking around. Now you don't have to be shush. Well, maybe still be kind of shush. Yep. Eleven. Nice. Sure, level max damage. So yeah, it does just 2d8 damage. You guys all of a sudden see several, like, red hot, like, fresh out of the forge pieces of metal Mm -hmm. in the darkness below you. Scurrying away down. Oh, Jesus. 
it looks like it's crawling away from you. Maybe like it's like there's a high ceiling and then there's maybe like a little shallow pit below you. In case, like, for flooding or anything, it looks like there's a small channel there where things drain into. So so we're on a grate above the actual, like, concrete floor. Yeah. But it's probably, like, maybe a foot, if that. It's narrow. Yeah. It's narrow, for it's, sure. It's narrow enough for someone to maybe climb through with some ease. Yes. Swampers. Anyway, you watch as this creature... Retreats. Retreats into one of the drains... Parta, roll again. For damage or for? Uh huh. <laughs> Three. Four. You basically hear this thing scream. What dice were you rolling? D8s. Okay. Yeah, I'm just making sure she was rolling the right dice. You hear the echoing screams of pain from this creature. <laughs> Mac, now is when you throw it. Okay. As the echo travels forward, you notice a slender metallic arm reach out into the dim light. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine you threw it about 10 feet forward. And you just see. Well, n- no, not quite. Because remember, he has a vision range of like 60 feet. Yeah. So that thing's still like 30 feet out. Easy. So he throws it, you know, 10 feet forward, and it's that's 15 feet up, a pretty heavy trap, too. Good luck actually throwing a bear trap 10 feet forward, 15 up. Holy fuck. We're talking about him with his strength? Good luck any of us doing it. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's twice as strong as a normal human being, and that's fine. You see this thing kind of, like, scurry towards you, and it leaps on forward, and its knee gets caught in the bear trap. You kind of, like, angle with its jump. Mm-hmm. You take its leg off. <laughs> Crunch. You hear it fall to the floor because it didn't grab on because one of its legs got sheared off at the knee. <laughs> you literally just see an ankle, the, like the ankle and foot dangling in the air mm-hmm. where it got... By the way, yes, I'm totally aware that these were meant to capture and not maim supernatural creatures, but God knows what our party freaking did in between when they received them. <laughs> right, because we're not using it for poaching, we're using it for killing. Yes. We're using it, well, let's say my character would be the only one who would probably have a purpose for them outside of this. We're using these on their un- unintended targets. Yeah. And who knows what the druid did to them to spite <laughs> Alright, everybody roll for initiative. Yay! Seven! Thirteen! Seventeen! What is Crow? Fifteen. Yay! Oh, so it basically just. Yeah. So, Grow is next. Because okay. we'll say that was kind of like, you actually still have an action, Mac. Ooh. Is it with, is this enemy within 10 feet so that I can jabby? No, you know it fell in front of you. You can see it. You can move up to it and jabby jab. Okay. <laughs> My first attack, 
That's an at 16. Stop. Yeah. You did it. You hit it. <laughs> you, you want to make your other attack rolls? Yep. Second attack roll. Would a 15 hit? Yeah. <laughs> you only get to attack twice, right? Yeah. Okay. Mac, you approach this. By the way, the idea of what I remember these creatures looking like, I believe, comes from um, the movie Delirium or something. Or um, it's an Eum. It has Dennis Quaid. Equilibrium. No, not Equilibrium. No. It's um. And it for those of you who know the movie, that's the movie. Is it the one where they end up finding out? It's been like several hundred years since they And they've crash landed on Yes. The, yes. Oh, and they look, they're, they're morphed humans. Yeah. And they're, oh, God. It looks like them. Duh. Jesus. Moving on. Yeah, we'll okay. remember it later. All right. Super technological. You see this thing has like wires coming out of it. It's like, like metal tubes coming out of its face. Has that like oblong weird metal object implanted in its head. Its teeth are half metal, half, you know, normal, like, calcium-based. Mm-hmm. Jabbers, they're all jagged and filed down. Its eyes are just purely glassed over as you get up close to it, like it's almost blind. Mm-hmm. Gnarly. And it's, it's replaced its fingernails. It looks as though somebody surgically... Or some of them surgically, others look like they've been ripped off at the first digit and somebody forced metal rods with sharp claws down their finger. Jesus. Into their hands to give them, like, kind of, that's it's the clockwork, clockwork it's, virus. It's the clockwork virus, which is pretty much what it sounds like. Kind of. It's not sharp gears, though. It's more just metal. Anyway, this thing looks like it, it forces itself to kill to mm-hmm. survive. Mm-hmm. However, you're about to stab it in the freaking face. So roll for damage. I said for damage, not for funsies. <laughs> God damn. Let's see where to go. Alright, so seven plus four is eleven. But twenty-one damage. Did he goop it? No. Of course he didn't. God damn it. I will remember this movie. Either way, um, that means it's Gro's turn. Not space love, Raft, you fuck. Either of way, you notice uh, part of Gro stopped, maybe like, you know, around the time you did heat metal. Everything you notice, Gro turns around and he's had like his. He's been like Pandorum. That's the movie Pandorum. I knew it was an um. Mm-hmm. It had the um in it. I couldn't remember if it was delirium, ethereum, but Pandorum. If you guys have never seen Pandorum, actually, great movie. Great movie. I, it's underrated. It has its moments. Really kind of creepy. Anyway, back to the non-shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Gro is adjusting his gauntlets. Kind of just making sure they're all right and ready. Hmm. You notice that it looks like... Uh, and I mentioned this to you guys earlier. This is how you know he's like prepping magic. 
it looks like his gauntlet has cracks in them. Like they're imperfect. And it looks like fire is swelling underneath the cracks. And it sounds like he's saying a small litany under his breath as he preps. Oh, okay, you're, you're turning on the fan? Yeah, I agree. It's hot in here. Either way, he's, he's preparing something. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready. Ooh, this thing fucked up. He basically holds his action until something attacks him. Mm-hmm. He's saving for defense. The creature fails. It, like lunges forward out of the darkness. He's a human. He actually can't see in darkness mm. without casting light. Mm-hmm. But technically her flame blade gives him that 30 feet of vision. He actually has 15 feet of brightness, which you guys all have too, and then he has 15 feet of dim light. Mm-hmm. But you guys have like 30 feet dim, or 30 feet you can see as normal in black and white, and then 15 or, 15 or 30 feet dim. So he's at a small disadvantage. Parta, if Parta wasn't face forward, are you recording something? What are you looking No, at? I just realized what they probably actually look more like. It's a shitty horror movie. And Virus. Kind of. Less body. Less body traumatized. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's supposed to be just jagged metal that's been forced into them and then their skin slightly rotted. Yeah. So more like Virus, but less body horror. Yeah. Speaking of awful sci-fi movies <laughs> so um, cool concept bad movie yeah this thing lurches out at him and he just puts up his like hand to just shield his face and it just swipes at his gauntlets and he just <laughs> let me guess there's just like a burn mark where the fist hits Oof. He gets to attack twice. Mm -hmm. So he just speed bags this thing for a second. And then you notice his gauntlet, like the cracks grow a bit bigger. Mm -hmm. On the second hit, he uses his divine strike. (laughs) Oh, God. And it's like... Like most anime protagonist punch, where it's just like... Kind of, but not quite. That was just for the divine strike. Did he just one punch? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I need to roll two more of these because. Wasn't this much better than getting the potion of Goliath's drink? So his first punch does ten damage. Uh, raw plus his strength, just boom. Jesus. Sarah, potions of Goliath strength would have let me like do way more damage with my axe. His second hit, you guys notice like the, the cracks, like it looks like lava spills over. Mm-hmm. And when he punches, it's just a molten fist. <laughs> it just sears the thing's jaw clean off. <laughs> and now his left gauntlet is doing the same. His hands now produce 15 feet of bright light. <laughs> And it looks like he has 
obsidian steel, basically spiked knuckles on the end of his gauntlet. Ah! Uh, part monk. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he was raised in a monastery. Ha-ha. No, he just has the, uh, the feet that allows him to do brawl. Mm. <laughs> and he's a paladin with divine strike. Is everything dead? Just his. He just, the thing that attacked him's dead. The one in front of Mac, you can shoot now. It's your turn. All right. But that's that's Gro right now. He's boom, boom. I can assume while this was all starting, I switched back to bow mode. I assumed you just had your bow because we talked about you being in bow mode. Yeah. That's a twenty hit. No, (laughs) no, it doesn't, Chad. (laughs) Roll again. I haven't even rolled the. I don't know. Hunter's mark. Before I forget. Christ. Really? Two. If you keep failing to there, I might suggest not the box. Six. Plus one more. Six. Nice. Five. It's like 17 damage? Something like that. Or 19. Because six, six, two, and five. Yep. 19. Yeah, 19. Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. For your first attack. Yep. 11. 21. I mean, if a crit hit. 9. 3. Nice. It's just the 1d12 plus 4 right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not that bad. finishes it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to remember this is the one that Mac attacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you, uh... Bear trap plus 21. <laughs> yeah, bear trap plus 21 plus an additional, you know, almost thir- 25 damage or... Mm-hmm. No, that would have been closer to 30 damage. Mm-hmm. So you just see him just, like, boom. The first arrow, like, plunges through front to back, just mm-hmm. boom. And you notice it, like, siphons it out. This is when the mechanic kicks in. You notice the the black oblong rectangular brick powers up blue and shocks it body wide and it starts getting back up. Mm. And then the second arrow, I like to imagine like you shot through the the metal thing, mm-hmm. and this one you made more energy than physical and it just punched through, just bored a hole through the. But say these are just necrotic bolts on the launching out, aren't they? Yeah, but, you know, there's still energy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you, uh, you kill it. Hey. <laughs> Parda, you notice the one that attacked Grow had really bad burns on it where the metal was contacting it. And he said wires out of it, yeah. Huh? He said wires out of it, yeah. Yeah, there was wire here, too. So that was the one that attacked you. <laughs> and it said, I'm not attacking the short one anymore. I'm going for the really tall one that might not be able to see me coming. <laughs> and then it just punches it. He just, boom, boom. Blocks, catches you. Now I got you where I want you. Yep. Why do you always make characters we're terrified of? I'm glad we never had to fight. It's because he's like, a little bit of this. Ooh, it's like, this got really some good. sugar, got some spice, got some everything. Nice. And then the dice. Yep. 
it's more for flavor. I mean, you guys could be doing mm-hmm. the same thing, but it's like I know what Grow does. I know. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, no, his dice are Chemical X. <laughs> That's my new name for you. <laughs> so, yes, you guys press forward. Vareed, give me a. Actually, no, don't give me anything. Give him something. What's your AC? 21. Naturally 21? Yes. Naturally 21? Yes. Thank fucking God. Modern Dios. Okay, yeah, it doesn't hit. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't like all the thumbs you see his face. He's Does like- 23 hit? I used my reaction to cast shield, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> He refuses to die. He refuses to fucking die. I still love how Mitch is going. (laughs) James' reaction that made it perfect. I knew he was. I know. Eventually he won't be able to anymore. I'll just keep hitting you. And I'll just keep making you blow your reactions. (laughs) Which means you might want to start taking some hits. At least Andrew. So this thing comes at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> just from the darkness, you see this thing just leap forward. It jumps. It comes at you, and it just starts swiping at you. And your shield, like you block the first two, and then it like goes low. Like it wanted to like like just basically rip out your patella to stop you from moving. Mm-hmm. And you just cast shield to. I basically like to imagine you basically just create like a tower shield. Just (laughs) this spectral steel barrier just erupts from below and you just, you watch it just like deflect its claws back at it. Mm -hmm. And it just roars in your face and I imagine you're just going to be like, rawr. (laughs) (laughs) Come affect me, bro. (laughs) Parta. You hear the clang of steel and bone, and and you see Vareed's giant spectral tower shield erupt when you uh, see two more coming at Gro and yourself. Woo! One leaps over him and gets in your face. Grabbing it at his face. Does 16 hit? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah I have 15. Oh, good! Shit fire, are you kidding me? It went 16, crit fail, critical success. <laughs> Can I use my reaction to catch one of them? You're not a monk. But... You can't just... his re, He actually does have a reaction. Okay. Actually, I let you have two reactions per combat phase, fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> so, just remember that. You used your first reaction to throw the bear trap, and then you used a second imaginary reaction that doesn't exist to cast shield. But who's the DM here? (laughs) He doesn't fudge his dice, but instead he just lets us do a lot of real cool. He will hurt us, though, one of these days for doing it. I'm going to keep a running tally of how many times I let you guys break the rules that is going to come back to bite you. <laughs> That's going to be your real sin marker at the end of the series. <laughs> Not about how many people you killed, it's how many times you broke the rules. Okay, Sarah, so for real, I'm going to have to roll for damage now. 
Owie. How much health do you have? <laughs> 30 damage! Oh my! Ouch! Jesus. Ouch! See, not like a shield. Yeah, Chemical X doing its thing. 10, 9, 11. <laughs> that was with the crit fail. <clears throat> it only does 1d12 plus strength. Mm -hmm. I decided to just omit its strength because that natural damage was so high. I was hoping I wouldn't have to hit Parta too hard. What's your HP at, love? 40. No, no. You did half of her health. Oh, she's at 70 HP? Normally? Yeah. I thought she was a lot lower. I guess I'm used to Brandon having 40 HP. Squishy ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Parda. Um, turn resets. Is that just my turn? No, it's her turn. Because um, I made everything move. So now it's Parda's turn for real. <laughs> You're gonna use heat metal again? Yeah. Higher spell level? Yeah. What level? I'm gonna go with three. Uh, how much um, How much damage does it do at second level? Uh, that's what it starts D8. at, and it's 2d8. 2d8? I yeah, think so you wanna do at least like 5d8. So what's that, a fourth level 4D8. spell? 4d8. That's fifth level. It's basically. I only have two of those slots, so I'm gonna do 4d8. Okay. Alright, yeah. uh, I need Let's to do a 5d8 for something that actually needs a 5th level spell. Oh, wait, well, at first it would help if I rolled the right dice. I don't think it can even drop it. It doesn't succeed. <laughs> it might have succeeded if I hadn't changed that dice roll, which would have been really disappointing. So, 48 damage. Dang it. Not that I can even see what you're rolling. I rolled three ones in a row. Yeah, I thought so. Hey, fam. Let's have a chat. Yeah, no, I like you a lot more. What's that? You want to kill the spoopy beasties? <laughs> I want to kill the spoopy beasties. <gasps> What's that? You just did 30 damage to it? Mm-hmm. I just rolled a he seven. He just rolled for you. Oh. I just rolled for you. I just rolled a seven. Okay. Crazy. What's that? Hark, you cast that as an action, and that still means you have a bonus action, and this says you can cast it again as a bonus action to deal that damage one more time? Ooh, it's one of those spells? Nice. I think it's supposed to have the... Uh, it, it's supposed to be on their turn again. You can cast it. But no, I mean, it costs an action... And until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of... Oh, it's technically on your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. So, However, I don't fucking care because this thing just hits you in the face for 30 fucking damage. Uh, roll 48s again. Huh, 14. 16. Y Gorak, you're like... And then you hear the rapid, like, footfalls behind you. You know, you've got one more in Vareed's face. You hear 
part of get hit. You hear like part of her clothes get scratched. You actually like oh, you're ripping of clothes. Yeah, yeah, you hear combat behind you. I like to imagine you like just turn around, just quickly flip, and you like got your arrow drawn, and you just watch her do the anime thing of hand on face and you just watch this thing's insides look like they're glowing and then it looks like everything's just turning to slag <laughs> and she just bends this thing down and just superheats it until it like, stops moving I love how he's like I don't want body horror and then he describes like the most body horror looking image <laughs> I mean this thing's teeth are melting that's why I said that's why, yeah no but it's not body horror to start it's only body horror when she gets going <laughs> You need to wipe your face. (laughs) Maybe I want it there, Chad. (laughs) Maybe I want my spittle all over my fucking face, Chad! (laughs) I got a napkin, it's cold my fucking. Ew, holy shit. I told you. Doesn't matter. You okay? What does that mean? She doesn't like drool. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And she drools so much in her sleep. <laughs> Boy! What? Everybody stop. I just wanted to have some fun. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Anyway, you just... This thing just choking on its own insides at that point. You just superheated to death. This is... I think this might... These things are, might be her worst thing. They're not only undead, but they're covered in metal. <laughs> So yeah, are you they just... considered undead? What? Why does Sarah hate the undead? I said, are they considered undead? Not really, but I mean, they're not alive either. Yeah, they're not part of nature. Well, because I was trying to find out if I actually got plus eight or just a plus four. It's just a plus four. They're not considered undead undead. They're still... They're considered like constructs. <laughs> In between my reenaction of the liquefaction of the enemy... Mac is now shirtless? What? <laughs> He's been shirtless for a while. Uh, yeah. Sorry, my dude. I just, I guess I don't really pay attention to when one of my friend's boyfriends just rips his shirt off in the middle of play. It's hot. Are you, are you sure you're not a bard? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so, Sarah, yeah, you did that. You t- completely killed this thing. Uh, Mac. Mm-hmm. Vengeance. <laughs> the, the action, not the sword. <laughs> Go ahead and have at this creature. I use my bonus action to cast Booming Blade. On? The enemy. You do have to use a sword for that. Oh, really? You can't use the spear? Yes, it requires a longsword. In its materials. Oh. Because you're using a sword to hit it. Never mind. I'm just attacking with my spear. Just gonna jibby jab at it. Or is it just a bonus action to switch from my spear to my sword? It is considered a bonus action, but doesn't it require a bonus action to use booming blade? It does, but my <laughs> sword does more damage than my spear anyway. It's true. So I'm gonna switch over. I use my bonus His action. His sword to switch is to a my booming sword. blade. It just doesn't do the booming blade effect. True. Man, my first attack hits, <laughs> and my second attack hits. Wunderbar. Perfect. <laughs> I 
That's what I'm saying. McConaughey's also got this going on, so it doesn't look like he's really wearing a shirt until you actually pay attention. True. It feels it's saved, by the way. Oh, cool. So, that's... Tom's over here doing all this math just to make sure he's killed this thing in one hit. Yup. 35 plus... Where is my D10? Thirty-five plus eight, forty-three damage. <laughs> Wait, if that doesn't kill it, how was I able to kill it? I was gonna say. I mean, that pretty much settles it. I mean, so Mac, are you going to do the uh, what I would call the Vareed staple? Yes. <laughs> so, insert sword to chest, ignite. Yes. <laughs> so that's two of these damnable creatures that have had. Their insides roasted. At this before. point, I almost picture it sounds like a motorcycle revving when he does that. I've kind of, I've actually always, I've always used Devil May Cry Four for the inspiration on that using Red Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we could also say it's like those really cool forges where they're just that rapid burst of flame yeah. with the. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it kind of just sounds like that, except when he stabs and twists. The flame comes out of their fucking eye socket. And there's also that hellish rebuke almost sounding screaming. Exactly. It just sounds like the screams of the damned erupting from the end of his blade when he does it. And then he withdraws the blade and the thing just falls over in a slump with black goop coming out where the stab wound is. (laughs) That sounds awesome. Like the heated metal. like. Yeah. I wonder, does any of the floor eviscerate from like the drippings? No, but there's definitely just melting. You can tell it's probably instantly soldered itself. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's Gro's turn. More fist action. The jokes right themselves. Phrasing. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to do this again because obviously, I mean, he can do vertical swings, but not horizontal swings, which... Mm-hmm. Vertical swings have a lot of chopping power. Like, you can right. crack skulls. But if you wanted to actually, like, get somebody in half or do anything like that, it's not really a thrusting weapon. Right. So he's just going to stick to ye olde Des and Troy. <laughs> Hits. Hits. I was going to say, does he roll a third time? No, he doesn't. He's not that kind of cleric. So... Six and nine plus strength. Yeah. And then, mm, ooh. That's where my money's gonna be busy. Oof. Ooh, shit. Yeah, you just, uh. He does the. Like, grabs them by the, the head. Just shatters their neck and he punches through, and he's holding the still half metallic heart in his hand. Mm. <clears throat> and then he like just pulls it out and kicks them off. Heart like Nightmare Before Christmas? No. No, more like. Mortal part of it combat. looks like a mechanical pump, the other part looks like a normal heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, like. Yeah. You watch as he just turns it to stone, like covers it in magma and like Ooh. turns it into almost like a trophy. 
Hmm. Is he going to keep it? You just see him hold on to it for a while. Evidence? No, actually, there's a really cool thing he can do with it. Ooh. <laughs> Is there anything left? Of the creature? Of any of the creatures. Uh, yes. Gorak, you see the next one coming in in front of Mac. I see it. Yeah, moving hunters more to it and then... If it didn't hit, we had a problem. Twelve. <laughs> Three. Nice. Are you able to get multiple? Sixteen. I just did nineteen. Woohoo! Nice. With without uh, what's the other modifier I need? Dex, right? Where do you shoot your arrows? Um. <laughs> like what part of the uh, anatomy? I'm usually trying to go for chest and heads. The usual most effective places to hit something. Okay. And for the second attack, it's a 16. <laughs> oh, that's pathetic. That's a 1. I'll roll that again. Reroll 1s. 10. The bonus damage is a 1. Hmm. But it's still a 14 plus 1, so 15. Nice. Plus, what is it, dex I have to add? Yes. So it's actually 17. All right. <clears throat> really, that isn't a spell in this book? What? Don't worry about it. Wait, it's dex and proficiency? For, to, for damage? No. Oh, just it. All right, dex. For what? I was trying to remember what all my damage modifiers I'm supposed to add. Although I think you have them memorized. Well, you add dex to damage on arrows. Yeah. <clears throat> For sake of I don't even remember how much damage you did to this thing, we'll say that you got... The first was a 20, the second one was a 17. Yeah, no, you killed it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you just... Thwomp, thwomp. Yeah, I'm assuming the first one hit, started doing the necrotic damage, and the second one... Yeah. Right in the middle of the head. You guys have basically been slowly moving down. I just like to imagine you guys have been slowly pushing. Mm-hmm. So, what uh, did they mention anything about these things? In that little book of theirs? He opens his manuals of Eldridge's notes. Or Delridge's, sorry, I have Eldridge on the brain. Well, these seem to fit the description of gnarled metal. So, maybe this is what attacked them. Well, here's a question. Do you know what they were walking on here in this factory? No. Oh, great. I highly doubt it was human experimentation. He's still holding a stone heart in his hand. Is there still combat going on, or is this just... You guys eventually get to the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, do I do it now? Uh, now that I did that. No, um... 
You guys notice uh, he has the heart in his hands. This is going to be purely for cinematic experience. This uh, this isn't an actual thing he can do. I think maybe it's a cleric thing. Like there's a there's a cleric spell that can do something far far different for a different reason. But it's me, and I want to give the idea that this character is powerful enough. You see, the the heart seems to still be bleeding in a way, but it's bleeding like fire. It's like dripping magma. You watch him say like a prayer, and he just shatters the heart, and then along the corridor, you just watch what looks like just spurts of fire, and then like you hear bodies start hitting the floor just one by one. Maybe like five of them, you just hear like an explosion and then you just see like magma dripping out of stuff and start melting part of the metal. It's like killing anything duplicate within. So how many times a day can you do that? I'm sorry, what was that? I said how many times a day can you do that? Because we'll keep collecting those for you. (laughs) We'll see. His hand's kind of fidgeting. Fair enough. Onward. You guys arrive at what would be like the... You guys probably went down... uh, Like you guys were worried about walking downstairs. That whole thing was even longer than the staircase. Between fighting and walking. Like they're just the constantly getting jumped by spooky things that hit really hard. Mm -hmm. Poor Sarah, I'm sorry. No worries. Ooh. Which one? The dream. The dream that time dreams. Interesting. So, yeah. We can assume she's used one of her greater healing potions. Mm. Have you? I would actually probably say the wand of cure wounds I've been holding. Mm. Go ahead and use it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because that, that doesn't actually affect her. That's going to be 48. <laughs> Is it, four, is it a 48? I thought it was a 44 plus 4. Mm, four. She's got a really high level one. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Never mind. Oh, yeah, Cure Wounds is fun. You're messing me up. Keep going. Yeah, it's 1d8 plus your spell. It's like a fourth level Cure Wound spell. Oh. 18. Nice. So you're at 52? 58. 58, yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, wait. Not bad, not bad. You guys enter a very sterile white room. Looks like you can see part of the production floor. You see a bunch of different metal, we'll just say equipment. Looks like some of them are presses. Others appear to be a, like, you see like a smelter unit in the back, maybe two of them opposite the, the floor. And it looks like one of the machines is still working. You notice um, some, like, I don't think plasma is the right word, but um, we'll say you see, like, bluish-green flashes coming where it's operating, and it's pseudo-illuminating the equipment around it. It looks like there's some shadows down there. 
next to the two doors that lead here, there's one that is like the same side as the glass. And there's another door that's to the right. The door leading to the factory has a red circle on it. And then the one leading away from the factory has the X with the half circle. Hmm. I think that we should go towards the, the, the one that's not the factory. The one that's got the rest symbol. Mm-hmm. So to the right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys go through the door, and this is where you find your first sign of life. Mm. Like anything? Food remnants? Shelter. No, you guys might have seen stuff like that already. Mm. No. Um, you find... What appears to be a middle 30s man with unkempt brown hair and a sloppy shave that has a stab wound in his chest. He appears to have died about a week ago. Is this any of your men? No. My men have returned, at least physically. I fear some of them left their sanity down here. So this must be one of the ones we were looking for? Did anyone get a description of what those husbands look like? He kind of fits the bill. This guy's too built, though. Can we search him for something personal that would... Identify him? Mm-hmm. Proof identity, yep. Back on holding! Mm, no. Nay. You, he'd still decompose in there. There's some rose petals in there. I think gentle repose would stop him from decomposing. I still don't recommend carrying a body in your clutch. No, does he have a, one of those um, IDs on him? Yes. Yeah, we, we take his ID. It's not Carlisle or Krim. He looks to be an adventurer of some sorts. He actually has the uh, one of the 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 Valic prosecutors branch like mm-hmm. ID and mark. He was a low level adventurer of some degree. Does he have any personal effects that someone might want, like a ring or a necklace, possibly they pass down to them? Doesn't look like it. Mm-hmm. And the sword just, uh, sword and shield just seem to be standard, standard equipment. They're says. pretty, they're pretty low rank. Okay. I'm assuming his armor looks like normal armor too. He doesn't even have full armor. He basically has like, like steel pads, like some leather. Uh, Chosses, you know, he's got like steel pads on his elbows and knees to cover the joints. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even have like a fully fledged shield. He has like a, a forearm bracer. Some constructs with better armor, <laughs> basically. And it's a sword, not one of the the claws from the creatures. Yeah. So something else is down here that has a sword. But the fact that they didn't want his body tells us something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Whoever killed him was conscious about it. Can we cremate him using um, fire fireball? Or firebolt. Or flaming hands. Mm. Well, I wouldn't want to use burning hands. But so That's doesn't his sword have a natural flame effect? Your sword does. Okay, so I can I can cremate him with my sword. And I imagine the paladin might want to see, like, a pair. Right. I'm assuming the paladin could do it, but it might not be a wise thing for him right now. Well, he probably could. I didn't know what you guys wanted to do with the body. 
You guys, I imagine, take any Valen ducats off of him. Maybe you put two coins on his eyes to give him the uh, the mm-hmm. adventurer's burial. Yep. I'm assuming it's one of those things where we got anything that we could return to when we get Next back year. to a town. To the guild to say we found him. I mean, his passport's basically his ID. Yeah. Right. We're, I'm assuming we grabbed anything like that, and then, yeah, we're basically... Giving him a proper funeral. Mm-hmm. Ranger. Mm-hmm. Cape Watch. Druid. Mm-hmm. Don't look at this. Okay. Uh, he does the, the coin thing. And then he uh, he asks that you put the blade parallel to the sternum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you watch it. He he says a prayer. You hear something about returning to the obsidian throne. Mm-hmm. And you see as he holds like a, a thing of fire in his hands. And he just sort of spreads it around a coat, and he just sort of looks like he. It helps expand the flame in your blade to coat the body. And he basically does the burial rites he was taught in the monastery. He basically just slowly compresses the flame to collect all the ashes in one. Mm -hmm. Druid, can you give me a flask? He basically creates what looks like a flask of ashes with a stone cork on top. Mm. And he puts like in what looks like uh, like purple etching the name of the adventurer mm. on it. And he puts it in a bag. Like basically a back set. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that for now. Does it look like he uh, died in combat? Or did just uh, somebody attacked him? He may have tried to defend himself. You see the shield has some score marks on it and not claws. It looks like something dented it. Mm-hmm. Heavy. I was asking if I was going to do another orc religion thing if he sure. had died in combat. He, it looks like you can discern maybe he may have been killed with a single swoop, but his equipment looked like it had seen some use. <laughs> May he return to fight the Horde Father. <laughs> and with the discovery of your first body, we're going to end. What dangers lie further in the factory? Are Carlisle and Krim even still alive? Hey, 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 hey. no naysaying. There may <laughs> be a happy ending to this one yet. And One of them might come back alive with like limbs missing and eye patches. Right, the dramatic. We'll, really we'll see you guys next books. week. <laughs> Either way, we'll see you next time and dis- rediscover the mystery on Caravan Thirteen. 13.